The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, not Talon Jenkins. Unfortunately, Talon Jenkins is on the COVID list. I'm Ryan Gilbert here with my co-host, Joel. Don't call me Myers Meyer. How are we doing, Joel? I'm doing all right. You know, a bit bored after no uh, night hockey games, but uh, there were a couple of good ones early on, so I can't complain too much. Yeah, two two good games tonight. It's been kind of a, a light light night tonight, other past few nights, but we got a big 12 game slate here coming up on Thursday, so I'm excited to get right into that with you. Unfortunately, Town cannot join us like most of the NHL. He is on the COVID list, so all the best to him. Going to crack open a cold one for him here. Hope you're feeling well, bud. Well, bud. Yeah. All right. Before we get started, make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We got hockey there. We got basketball. We got the national championship football game coming up, NFL playoffs, all sorts of stuff. Make sure you check that out. And also check out the Slack group. You can go to sg.pn slash Slack. Shout out to everyone there in the hockey group, especially. Everyone's throwing live bets, throwing talk about games for tomorrow, everything, everything there, kind of all all win some money together. So that's a great place to be, channel for every different sport. So if you're not in there, make sure you get in there. And also make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on wherever you listen to your podcasts. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If that's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. So go ahead, uh, follow us, rate, leave a rating and review, and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, and if uh, you're on the Slack group, let's try to convince Munaf to bet something other than overs, right? <laughs> That's all he bets. You know, it most of the time works out for him, but sometimes it's it's just a jinx. So we, we we'll have to have to have him uh, kind of spread his wings a bit and go out, go with something else other than over bets. Yeah. All right, but speaking of over bets, we got to kick off kick off Thursday slate here. We got a pretty good matchup here. You got the Calgary Flames at the Tampa Bay Lightning at seven o'clock. The Flames are underdogs at plus 120. The Lightning are minus 140 with the over and under set at six goals. What are you thinking for this game, Joel? Uh, I like the Lightning here. Uh, the Flames, 
they were kind of competitive against the Panthers, but eventually the uh, the Hooby Dooby Doo show showed up and uh, destroyed the Flames. Markstrom couldn't keep them in it. Uh, I think the same thing's going to happen here. Lightning are finding the groove. Uh, they've won a few games now, and uh, since the restart, they're looking pretty good. Uh, Flames, yeah, they're they're a solid team, but I think they relied too much on Markstrom there, and. Yeah, yeah, the Lightning, what did they put up? Like six or seven goals against the Blue Jackets. I mean, I know they hate the Blue Jackets, so they're, they're going to want to put as many of them as they can, but I think that they'll carry that momentum into this game. I I really like the Lightning here. Um, yeah, so much. I'm, I'm going to bet the puck line in this game. Uh, plus 165 right now. I think that they get it. I know Flames are, are masters at the one-score games, but I think that regresses a bit going forward. Maybe I'll need a, a late late game empty net goal, but I think that I'll be safe going into the third period with a two three goal lead. So yeah, give me the lightning in this one. Yeah, those empty net goals are always tough when you're on the puck line area. I, I think I'm with you there on the lightning. They're, they've only won two of their five games since the break, but they they've been playing a lot better than that. Two of their losses were to the Rangers. One of them was just a shutout by. I think it may have even been Gorgiev in that, not just Durkin. Or maybe it's just Durkin. They outshot him 38-21, lost 4 nothing. Really a tough loss there. Like you said, they took it out on the Blue Jackets, a big 7-2 win. And the, you know, the Flames are looking good. They, they've won two or three since the break, but their two wins, not very impressive. 6-4 against Seattle, 5-1 against the Blackhawks, but two of those goals came in the final two minutes. One with a goalie pulled one right after, so it was a close game. I feel like the Lightning are definitely going to put up a much better fight than the Blackhawks did possibly similar to what the what the Panthers did at home against the Flames when the Panthers beat the Flames 6-2 here. So, yeah, I like, I like the Lightning, and I'm leaning towards the over here. Both teams have played high-scoring games recently. Uh, the over has gone – Flames have gone over in four straight. Uh, Lightning have gone over in five of their past six. So, you have two good offenses here, but it's it's tough because you have two good goalies in Markstrom and Vasilevsky who could – they could both put up great performances. So it's tough, but I am leaning towards the over in this one. And, and next up, another match, good matchup here. Uh, you got the Minnesota Wild coming off their disappointing Winter Classic loss, uh, heading to Boston to take on the Bruins. The Bruins are the favorites at minus 175, with the Wild at plus 150. The over-under is set at six. It's it's tough here for the Wild because, you know, they had the big disappointment in the Winter Classic. It's always a great spectacle, but they were missing players for that game. They're going to be missing players again against Boston. Cam Talbot's out. Joel Erickson X out. Spurgeon, Brodeen, Bukestad. Like, the list goes goes on and on for them. And those are some pretty important players for them. And Boston's relatively healthy. They have Nosek, DeBrusque, Coleman out. None of their big guys. So Boston's undefeated since the break. I mean, their wins aren't really that impressive against Buffalo, Detroit, and, and the Devils, but they put up four, five, and five goals. So I feel like Boston here, it, it's tough minus 175, so maybe look at the puck line at plus 140 or, or possibly a regulation look. Yeah, I'm also on the Bruins here. Big surprise there. Uh, Always. The Wild are struggling lately. They've lost uh, five in a row. They, they didn't look good against the, the Blues. Of course, you can expect that. Given those injuries and COVID casualties, um, yeah, yeah, you got to look at the Bruins here. I think they're going to have a much stronger second half of the season than they did before the Christmas break. And yeah, it's just a much better team, I think, all all the way around. Um, I also like the over here, though. Uh, the Bruins goaltending is not good. The Wild 
they're turning into an over team. We've said this all season. Um, yeah, at only only six series is a is a good number. Even at at minus one hundred five, you get on the over. So I like the over here, and I like the Bruins. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to lay the minus one seventy five straight up. Maybe parlay that with another favorite. But yeah, like you said, maybe in regulation would be the play here. Yeah, I didn't, didn't even look at the total there. The total there lo- looks good. Minnesota's gone 20, 20 overs, eleven unders in their in their thirty one games. I mean, they have Talbot's out, so you got Kakinen starting. His save percentage is nine oh six. Boston scored four four more goals in every game so far since the break. So this is this is just a, a tough game for the Wild. It's, it's their first real indoor game since the break, and the Bruins are already rolling. So this this could be a, a blowout blowout in Boston. From two pretty good matchups there, we go to one with uh, two lesser teams, a Metropolitan Division matchup in Newark, New Jersey. You have the Devils hosting the Blue Jackets. Devils, unfortunately, have Dougie Hamilton and broke his jaw, so he'll be out. The Devils are minus 135 on the money line. The Blue Jackets are plus 115 with the over-under set at six. What are you thinking, Joel? Uh, speaking of Munaf, he already put this in the slack. This is his first over-bet, I'm sure one of many. Um and I can't say I disagree with them. Uh, these are these are teams that let in a lot of goals, especially lately. Uh, there was a yeah, the, the the Devils always seem to be involved in nine, ten, eleven goals games. Uh, yeah, they give me the over here, over six. Uh, as for a side, the Blue Jackets. Yeah, that was a pathetic performance against the Lightning, and uh, that's been pretty much the way they've been going lately. Uh, they're kind of falling apart. Good old uh, Talons Jackets. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would lean to the Devils here, but a stronger play would be the over six. Yeah, I kind of want to honor Talon and take the Jackets here, but I, I I just can't do it. They've given up seven goals in back-to-back games to Carolina and the Lightning. The Devils, I don't think, are that much better, but they're better even without even without Dougie Hamilton. Kind of, you got Jack Hughes is on fire recently. I feel he, he's going to definitely put up goals here. And yeah, I, I'm loving the over. I'm so, I'm I'm shocked this line is at six goals because both of these teams have played 20 overs and about 10 unders in this season. Both teams allow about three and a half goals a game. You got Wierenski and Hamilton out, both top defensemen. So it's going to be going to be chances galore, hopefully goals galore. Jackets have gone over in six straight in eight of their past nine, and the Devils have gone over in four straight in eight of their past nine. So lock this in at over six like Manaf did before it gets to six and a half, just in case it ends up being a 4-2-5-1 game. You can still, still get that push. But I, I can see this being a, a 5-4 game or something like that with just chances and goals going on both sides. And guys, make sure you can get all these odds on WinBet. Uh, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. They're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive re- rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. From NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. And now's a great time to sign up. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. You can bet $5 to win $400 in free bets, and you can even win a trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. When you bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature, you can earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las, Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. 
There's great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. All right, and moving along here, we got uh, my Philadelphia Flyers hosting their biggest rival, Pittsburgh Penguins here, still at the 7 o'clock slate. Flyers are big underdogs, plus 150 at home. Penguins off fresh off a, a win on Wednesday night. They're minus 175, road favorites here. And as, as much as it pains me to say it here, I've, I've already placed a bet on the Penguins for, in this game. The Flyers are not playing well, and they've just the hits keep coming for them. Uh, on Tuesday, before their game against the Ducks, Giroux and Provorov were added to COVID protocol. On Wednesday, uh, Konechny and Sandheim were added to COVID protocol. That's on top of Sean Couturier being out. That's on top of Ryan Alves being out for the whole season. It's really going to be a cast of characters here for the Flyers to take on the Penguins. Anything can happen in a rivalry game. I know Carter Hart can put up a shutout. But Penguins back-to-back, I, I still like them here. Uh, minus 175 is a bit bit too rich for me. I, I put in regulation. I took Penguins regulation minus 110. Uh, the puck line plus 145 is also, also worth a play. Also look out for any sort of Penguins shots on goal props or Carter Hart saves because the Flyers give up a lot of shots. The Penguins take a lot of shots. And the Penguins are red hot right now winning nine straight so it's tough to bet against them uh you know what i've got a i got a funny feeling about this one uh yeah you know this is a huge rivalry game uh plus 150 is a bit well, i like it juicy there yeah you know what you know, the penguins coming off the back to back and they they played both goalies in the last game so to me that 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 says that there's a little uh might be a little uh, weariness going in the game. I'm, I'm assuming Jari Stars. He only played the second half of the game against the Blues today. Uh, but still, I think that there there might be a little valley there in the Flyers. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna bet it yet, but that that's the way I'm leaning. I, I know they got all that that crap going on, and the Penguins are on a heater. But but these games they're crazy. Um, I think the Flyers might just have a little a little more energy, a little more juice with this one. Um, I understand uh, what you're saying there. Like, if it's a crazy game, though, I feel like I would lean more towards the over because, like, even if it's exactly the, where I'm going. Right, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Over, over in this game. These games are nuts. There's going to be goals. Like I said, the two goalie thing tonight against the Blues. Uh, Jari might not be 100% focused and rested for this one. And of course, Carter Hart is uh, always a wild card. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like the over here a lot, even though Penguins are playing. Uh, a lot of under games. They've totally changed that that style around, and Jari's been out of this world. Almost like it. he's like a playing a Vesna caliber lever right now. So that's a bit worrying. But still, going with the history of this game, there's going to be a lot of goals. So I like the over six here. Yeah, the over is four and zero in the last four meetings in Philly. It's eight and two in the last ten meetings overall. So I mean, over is a solid play. Even if the game doesn't get crazy, you could see the Penguins putting up six goals themselves. It would not shock me. So the over is a solid play here for everyone listening, including the Nash. All right, we have one final 7 o'clock game on the slate. We have a barn burner here between the San Jose Sharks and the Buffalo Sabres. In Buffalo, Sharks are minus 135 favorites. Sabres are plus 110. 
and the total is set at six goals with the overpaying plus 100 and the under at minus 120. What are you thinking here? Uh, yeah, the Sharks are, uh, they're, it's only a small sample size, but since the break, uh, they, they, they've played a few over games lately, right? They got the crazy game against the Penguins and uh, who did they play last night? I don't remember, but it was a big high scoring game as well. I <laughs> I think I bet the over in that one or the under in that one. And of course, there's like oh, 11 oh, goals. Yeah, every time these, this season. Um, for that reason, I'll I will ride that that small trend. I, I will I will lean to the over here, uh, plus one hundred over six. Um, I think that's a good bet, but uh, you have to rely. On what you're doing, which is I can't say with full confidence they can do that. Uh, the same time, you might look to them as the dog at plus one ten. Uh, but this game is not something I've got a strong, strong lean on either way. Uh, yeah, uh, I, th- I think that hopefully this is something we see more from the Sharks because this is kind of what I predicted a couple of weeks ago. The Sharks would kind of fall off. The goaltending is unsustainable. The defense is not that good. They're they're gonna they're gonna be involved in more of these high scoring games and they're gonna lose more games. I'm not sure if this is the spot, though, to take the Sabres, but if I had to bet, I would bet the over in the Sabres in this one. Yeah, I'm with you there on the over. That's probably my my best play in this game. And Both sides have kind of a long list of of injuries or COVID, people on the COVID list that could be questionable. Carlson, Couture's out on the COVID list. And these teams both aren't that great. So, yeah, my, my play here is the over. San Jose is Gave up six goals last game. Had played 8-5 against the Penguins. Uh, Sabres, 4-3. They took took the Bruins to overtime. Gave up four to the Islanders, who don't score a lot of goals. Gave up four to the Devils. And this this is set at six with the with the over at plus 100. I mean, I'll I'll take I'll take even money on that. And you, you said it as far as this game goes. Uh, try to try to pick a side. It's the Sabres should come around sometime. Maybe this is it, a plus 110, but I don't think that's big enough to, to bet them on. Maybe look at a live bet if, if they're playing well and they go behind early or something like that. Or just, you know, there's five games on it at 7 o'clock, four much better games than this one, including the Blue Jackets-Devils. So I, I take the over and, and lean to the Sabres just because they're, they're underdogs. After the five 7 o'clock games, we go down to 8.30 is the next start. We have the Panthers at the Dallas Stars. The Panthers are minus 130, while the Stars are plus 110. The total for the game is set at six goals as well. Over pays minus 120, and the under pays plus 100. This is a spot where I love the Hockey Gambling Podcast, Florida Panthers here. I'm a bit wary with with their road record. They're 4-4-4. Stars are 11-3 and one at home. But this is the Stars' first game since the break. They're going to be sloppy. We've seen that. We saw that in the first few days. We bet the overs. You're still betting the overs. And the Panthers are on fire right now. They're 4-0 since the break. Um, they've outscored teams 24-10 to in those four games. Of course, that includes a 9-3 win. But even besides that, they scored four, five, and six goals, including their past two games. They won 5-2 and 6-2 against Calgary last time out. Dallas does have the home ice advantage, which, which does give me some pause here. But I love the Panthers. I think minus 130 on that here is is a great price. Yeah, I can't really argue with any of that. 
Panthers are killing it right now. They kind of turned things around. They had a little bit of a slump towards the end of that that stretch before the holiday break. Uh, they had to come back again and again against uh, weaker teams a lot in the third period. But now now they're they're winning from the front. They're getting early, ahead early and they're maintaining the lead. Um, and that's not something that the Stars are good at fighting. They they're not good at uh, coming from behind, given their style of play, that defensive structure, and all that. They're going to need to maintain an even keel and uh, hope the game is tied going to the third because uh, they're not going to win coming from behind. Uh, that said, I kind of like the Stars here. <laughs> um, just because I know they're well rested, I know that they're they might be rusted, well rusted, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, um, man, I, I just, this is a very instinctual thing. It's like, uh, the Panthers seem too easy, right? It's like the so-called trap line, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's yeah. minus 130. That's why I'm saying I'm going to wait in the stars. I think you'll get a better price later on, uh, closer to game time. Cause everybody's going to be betting the Panthers here. Uh, I might not even bet the stars, but we'll see where the line goes. Um, this is an interesting game. It's like two different styles of play. The Panthers are going to be the all-out attack, and the Stars are going to be hoping for some power plays to uh, counterattack there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just spitting thoughts out here. We also got some uh, interesting that the under six is plus 100 too, given the – I assume it's Robrovsky starting. Um, oh, stars, so, yeah. Yeah, and the Stars there – they tend to play under games too. So, uh, I mean, the Panthers, what, they have four in a row to the over as well. So I, I can see why. But, yeah, it's highly correlated, right? If you like the Panthers, you're going to like the over. If you like the Stars, you like the under. Uh, that's about all I got for this one. Yeah, like you were saying with, with the styles of play, the Panthers have, in their last two games, they had 48 shots and 45 shots. In the Stars' last two games before the break, they allowed 23 shots in each game. So it really comes down to which team kind of controls the pace and and, and what happens there. But I, I just think the the rust in Dallas is going to be, be too much with how well Florida is playing. But moving down to the 9 o'clock slate, we have the Winnipeg Jets at the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche are minus 220, while the Jets are plus 185. The total is set right now at six goals with the over at minus 120 and the under at plus 100. What are you thinking, Joel? Oh, you know what I'm thinking already. <laughs> uh, the Avs are going to blow up the Jets here. I know uh, I like the Jets. I've loved betting them on all the past two seasons. They've been, they've been pretty good to me. Uh, a little less so this season. Some bad luck earlier in the year. Um, now they get the an interim coach, I believe, um, after Paul Maurice stepped down. Uh, they 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 should have won against four or five against the Coyotes, but uh, good old uh, Badge Milk, whatever his <laughs> name is, uh, he stood on his head for them there. It was like fifty to twenty five shots or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna be the other way around this one. I think the Avs are, are too strong for them. Uh, the last game for the Avs too, they they kind of took their foot off the gas against the Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, they let them back in, but of course. Once they went behind, they, they showed their quality, tied it up, and, of course, that beautiful goal by my Norris Trophy bet, Kale McCarr. That's got to feel good. Uh, yeah, these teams are pretty healthy, and when both teams are healthy, you got to take the strong team. Um, yeah, the, the Avs are going to finish uh, 
this line is going to go their way for sure. Um, yeah, minus one and a half, plus 105 in regulation, minus 125 is my favorite. Or you could parlay this in a round robin or a couple other uh, uh, bets across whatever sport. Um, yeah, yeah, the Avalanche are just a better team. We got Kemper playing a little bit better, not 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 100 percent, but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, the Jets. What are they? I saw the stat earlier. Their their expected goals in the past uh, month since December 1st is worse in the league. 3.19 expected goals a game. That is. Point two goal per game lower than the next team, which is the Red Wings. So that that's a bad stat, and the Abs are going to punish them because they're always in the in the running for the top expected goals for. So uh, yeah, all over the Abs here. Yeah, I can't really disagree with anything you said there. The Abs are clearly the better team. Both teams are healthy, so Avalanche better on paper. They should be better on the ice, but. I, I can't really take minus 220. Maybe the regulation line, that, that's a good look, like you said. But even the puck line, minus 1.5, is plus 105. And the Jets, as plus 1.5 underdogs, are 7-2 and two this year. So I'm throwing out, throwing out a sneaky same-game parlay here of the Jets plus 2.5 and, and over 5.5 five, five goals at plus 138. That would have hit in the last four Avalanche wins and five straight games, including their loss. So that covers you for a 4-2 loss. If it's a one-goal game with a lot of goals scored, because a lot of lot of lot of value there at, at the at the plus 135, plus 140, whatever it ends up being at. Because I could see a see a high-scoring game here, even if it goes to like 5-3 and, and you get screwed by the empty netter. The, the plus two and a half is something that that helps you there, and that that's a kind of a same-game parlay parlay strategy. I tried more in the playoffs last year with with tighter games, especially. Islanders or the, or the Canadians that did plus two and a half and under six and a half that that worked out well. So I'm hoping that that can uh, translate here with with two higher scoring teams and, and the Jets that should be able to hopefully keep it close. I like it. Yeah. Uh, reminder: We are brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The NFL playoffs and college football championship are around the corner, and PropSwap has the best odds on all football futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair. Then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors, just like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale, and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. This week, Derek from Colorado purchased a Georgia College Football Championship ticket on PropSwap at odds of minus 120, a huge discount compared to the sports folks who currently have the Bulldogs at minus 150. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Okay, we're moving down to the, to the to 9 o'clock again here. We got a, another pretty bad game here between the Blackhawks and Coyotes. It's in Arizona. The Blackhawks are minus 155. The Coyotes are plus 135. What are you thinking for this one, Joel? I think you got to fade two bad teams here. Um, This is why I I love the under here. Under five and a half and minus 115. Uh, Both teams are having problems scoring. Uh, uh, the Coyotes, especially, they 
or did they win that they win that one nil game against the Jets uh, earlier in the year? <laughs> I just remember that that's the only way they win these games is that they they get some magical performance from the goalie. And but uh, yeah, the expected goals for is not good for either team right now. <laughs> Blackhawks at twenty five in the past uh, month and a bit, and the Coyotes at twenty ninth, only two point one goals a game expected, and. Uh, yeah, I know Wedgwood isn't quite as good as a Vimelka, but uh, I think he can do enough against a pretty lame Blackhawks offense. Uh, they're no longer the high-flying team they were under Jeremy Carlton. They're much more defensively structured, but they're totally impotent in offense. Um, and same could be said for the Coyotes. They're just hanging on in every game, just trying to block shots. <laughs> Not too much going forward. Uh yeah, I love the under five and a half here, uh, especially if Mark Andre Fleury is starting. Uh, he he's been getting a bit of a groove. He almost stole the game from the Avs the other day. Uh, so yeah, under five and a half here. That's what you do against uh, two bad teams. You just fade them both. Yeah, that that's always a good play. I I don't know, but like in these games between two bad teams, you could see like a Sharks Coyotes games we saw last last week, two weeks ago, where it's eight seven. You could see a two one game like it was in their first meeting in November. I'm Probably leaning more towards that way. I, I think it will definitely be Flurry and Net. I think Lankanen was on the COVID list and might still be on the COVID list. The Coyotes don't have any offense. The Blackhawks might be able to put up, put up a few goals. So if I'm picking a side, I'll go to Chicago just because they beat Arizona already and they almost beat Colorado. The Coyotes really haven't done too much since the break. They had that 8-7 game. Uh, then they got outshot 48-27 in that game against the Jets where they should have got blown out. So maybe the Blackhawks, uh, Blackhawks minus 155 is, is too much. So, yeah, under five and a half, minus 115, I feel like has to be the only play here. And we got we got a few more late games here going down to the 10 o'clock slate. We got the New York Rangers at the Vegas Golden Knights. The Rangers are plus 135. The Golden Knights are minus 155. The over-under is set at six with both the over and under at minus 110. This is a spot where I'm... I'm kind of surprised by this line here with, with Vegas missing all their players and being such huge favorites against the Rangers who are one of the best teams in the league right now. Like Vegas is without Robin Lehner, Max Pacioretty, Mark Stone, Alec Martinez, Nick Hag. They're all out. The Rangers are really only missing Panarin, which is kind of a huge piece for them, but it has not not slowed down there recently. They beat the Oilers 4-1. They beat the Lightning 4-0 in 4-3 in a shootout. They barely lost to the Panthers 4-3 in their first game back, but they're they're on a roll right now. And Vegas, they, they've lost their past two. They lost 3-2 to Nashville. They lost 5-4 in overtime to Winnipeg. Um, yeah, I just don't see how the Rangers are plus 135 here. I feel like that, that's great value for them. Yeah, we'll see uh, what goalie plays. Uh, they got a different guy in their last game. I, I don't remember his name. <laughs> But uh, he did all right, but the, he's not Robin Leonard. Uh, and Lauren Passois, too, I think uh, he's not good to go yet. We'll see who starts the net for the Knights. But uh, other than that, I, I like the, the way you're thinking there with the Rangers. Um, they're awesome on the road. 12-5-2 there. Uh, obviously, Knights are a good home team, but still, you like to see that record from the Rangers. Um yeah, plus 135. I, I like that a lot. Uh, we saw earlier in the year that the, the Knights had a lot of problems scoring without Pacioretty, and uh, here he is again. 
missing and they didn't do too much against the uh what did they play they played the uh, blah, 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 blah. uh nashville well a lot of teams have problems scoring against them but um all the same they had to find some offense late they couldn't get it done uh, i think the pat is a big miss stone of course as well uh yeah i like the rangers here another correlated one the rangers are 12 21 and over to the under and the Knights are 22 to 13. So that tells you uh, that the Knights, when they win, it's going to go over. And the Rangers, when they win, it's likely going to go under. Uh, there's a huge goaltending advantage here. So, yeah, uh, Rangers in the under for me. Yeah, Vegas is, is one of the teams I like to bet on during our, our holiday break show. I, I laid that out very clearly. Talent does not believe in them. But, yeah, Vegas without Pacioretty and Stone, they lose basically their top line completely because – Chandler Stevenson isn't really a, a great top six center. He's kind of carried by those wingers. They still have Carlson, uh, Smith, and Marcia so, but I feel like even the Rangers without Panera or matched them up front. And Shesterkin, it's it's unfair the Rangers went from Henrik Lundqvist to Shesterkin now. They have just great goaltending in New York. And so, yeah, I like the Rangers here a lot, especially as underdogs plus 135. I could see that line moved down a lot. So check it, check what it's at when you listen to this. But regardless, I like the Rangers probably all the way down to plus 120 or something like that. Another 10 o'clock game here. We have the Detroit Red Wings at the Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks are minus 140, quack, quack. And the Red Wings are plus 120. The over in this one is set at five and a half. What are you thinking for this one? I got a couple strong opinions on this one. Uh, I like the Ducks here a lot. Uh, Red Wings, we, we've said this before, that uh, they're going to fade, they're going to regress, and uh, the Ducks, maybe not. I mean, we kind of said early in the year that uh, the Ducks were up to a hot start, but it might reg- they might regress, but uh, they, they've been more consistent, I think, than the Red Wings. They're, they're relying on a couple young guys that, uh, you know, they, they, might, they might tire down, you know, later in the year, you know, they're not used to a whole 82-game season, so this you know, when you get into maybe February, March, they're going to experience the dog days of the NHL, you know, and the, the season seems so long, it's, it just can't get over soon enough. And uh, maybe that doesn't happen yet, but uh, watch out. Um, but for this one, I, I like the Ducks a lot better as a team. Uh, they got a few more young guys than the, even the Red Wings do, uh, even it's, if it's more evenly split. I don't know if Zegers is back yet, but if he is, uh, I like the Ducks even better. Um, yeah, and the goaltending, I think, is 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 always going to be in the favor of the Ducks here, even if uh, Nadal Kipich starts. He's, he's been pretty good as well. But uh, the total as well, uh, the Ducks are no longer that 2-1 win team. They're, they're being more aggressive offensively, scoring more goals, and uh, letting a few more in. Um, so I like the over 5.5 here. I like the Ducks in the money line. So I'm going to combine the two and take... Over two and a half, team total for the Ducks at minus 160. I think that is going to get there. Uh, we get the Red Wings. I mentioned the Jets earlier were the worst in the league in terms of expected goals against since December 1st. The Red Wings are number two at almost three expected goals against. So uh, I like the Ducks here a lot. Um, they're going to score some goals. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, let's do it. Joel breaking out all, all the advanced stats tonight. I like it. 
the, the first thing that jumps out to me about this game is the Ducks at home are 11-4-4. The Red Wings on the road are 4-10-1. That's a, a huge disparity. And I feel like the Ducks, like you said, are just a better team. Zegers has been in COVID protocol for 10 days now, so he might be back for this game. Even if he's not, I, I like the Ducks a lot. Uh, they, they play tough against Vegas, even though they got outshot heavily. They only lost by two. Played tough against Vancouver in their first game back. Only lost by two against Colorado. And they finally got the win against the Flyers, who, who aren't playing well. They beat the Flyers 4-1. Red Wings, since the break, their only win is against the Sharks, who you know, that, that was at home. So now they, they go back on the road here into Anaheim. I feel like minus 140 is... A little bit low for the Ducks. I could see them more at minus 150, minus 155. So I like the Ducks there at minus 140. The puck line's not a bad play either. At minus one and a half, plus 170. Both of their last two wins were 4-1. They have a 2-0 win in the past month. And Detroit's recent losses were 5-1, 3-1, 5-3, 7-3, 6-2, 5-2. So yeah, reading those off, it, it makes me lean even more towards taking... If you're taking the Ducks, take the puck line plus 170, get that value there, and hopefully we can all quack for some winnings. Question. Do you know why Matthews was able to clear the protocols today? Um, <laughs> I thought he's I, supposed to be out for a long time, like four I or five believe days. It's, I believe he had two negative tests. I believe okay. that's why he was able to come back. It seems like know, he only I, got it a few days ago, right? Yeah, I agree. No, I'm... I thought it was two negative tests plus a five-day break, but yeah, maybe it's just two. Well, hopefully, days they're off. changing it. Hopefully, that's a good sign. But uh, those lucky-ass Leafs, say eh? they get the, the <laughs> Oilers with McDavid out. Um, they like when they had their big COVID outbreak. Everyone else was off too, so uh, they never had to go through yeah. this uh, little. Um, yeah. Talent's not Lucky ass we, can, we can just shit on the Leafs yeah. episode. Yeah, they, they barely beat the Oilers without without McDavid. Get out of here. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they are red hot though right now. It's 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 tough. <laughs> we have, They'll fall apart. Don't worry. Uh, oh, first round. It'll be done. Yeah. All right. We have one final game here. 10-30. D-Gen, the D-Gen special here. We got the Nashville Predators at the LA Kings. Uh, Predators are minus 130. The Kings are plus 110. And the over-under is set at five and a half. Uh, the Kings just beat my Flyers. They, they, they played decently. It was, a, it was a 6-3 final with some some late goals in there. They they beat, beat the Canucks as well since the break. Only loss since the break was their first game against Vegas. The Nashville, I I still don't know how they do it. It's, is it just Soros carrying them? They're they're getting outshot. They're, they're winning games. It's tough here, but I... I lean to the Kings here just as home underdogs, plus 110. They're 10-7-2 at home. Nashville's not a bad road team. They're 11-6-2, but I feel like at home here, even with the Kings kind of have some guys on COVID, but they have their their main guys available. I'm leaning to the home team here. Uh, As far as the over-under is concerned, maybe lean towards the over just to get the the excitement of late goals, but I feel like the under is a better play here. The Kings are a huge under team this season. Uh, it could be a good goalie battle in that with Saros and Quick. Yeah, uh, likewise, I love the under in this one. Um, under five and a half at, at uh, minus one fifteen. There, that that's pretty damn good. Uh, if I feel for Alex Turcott here, he's getting his chance. The rookie uh, gets a couple games in, then he goes on the COVID list. Sucks for him. Um, but yeah, even with a few of these guys out, 
I, I like the Kings here as well, kind of. I mean, this is Canada. It's kind of the same situation as the Panther Stars. I mean, I know the Kings were playing, but uh, this is where a, a line's going to move uh, in the way of the Predators, and you'll get the Kings at a better price, I think, going forward. Uh, so, yeah, this is one where I would wait and bet the dog later on, uh, depending on how you feel. The next day, later in the day, uh, yeah, the strongest play here is the under. Uh, Predators, we know how good their goalie is. Uh, you see Saros, I don't know. They got Yossi back, so he should uh, shore things up in the back end. Um, yeah, I, I like the under here. Uh, it's hard to play an under in the last game, you know. End of the night, you've had a few in you. Uh, you're not going to want to cheer for uh, some neutral zone battles. You want to see the puck going in the net. But uh, that is the smart play here. Uh, under five and a half. Yeah, like you were saying with this game and the Flames game, it's 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 weird now with the COVID protocol and with everything. Like we normally say, try to get your bets in the night before, but there have been multiple times where the line moves completely against me, and I'm just I'm just kicking myself for for betting the night before. So it's kind of changed now. Like, what what do you feel? Are you betting a lot the night before, or are you kind of waiting, or does it kind of depend on the matchup? Yeah, I I think I have this uh, the skill I'm learning. Uh, especially this season where I, I can actually predict where the line's going to go a lot of the time. So games like the Avalanche, that that line's going to move. Uh, I'm not sure about the Lightning game. That might stay where it is. Bruins, that might go their way. But, but uh, like these these dogs, I think it, it, lines are moving a lot in favor of the favorites, especially in the back-to-backs. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a funny little instinctual thing I get going here. Uh, it's it's basically uh, it's 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 like an intuition, I guess. Um, but you, you got you also have to know what what teams uh, people are betting, right? Uh, the Predators, they're they're a bit hot right now, and the Kings, I think that that uh, some of the sharp betters, they're not buying into them, uh, so they're gonna want to fade them. So the but the Predators, uh, another thing too is the uh, like the Avalanche, like the the nerds, the analytics guys, the sharp betters, they love the Avalanche because they, they, they are exceeding like every model. Like they are analytically speaking, they're the best team that's ever that's ever played it since the these models have been created. So that that's why those those games always go uh, towards the Avalanche the Lions. Um it's, it's just about knowing these these uh the way people bet, I guess. Um, so some teams you can you can you can pick out and uh, you can you can assume where the line's going to go. So those those were the one those are the games that I bet overnight. And the other ones like the Kings here or the Stars, I think I like to wait because I know people are going to be betting the Panthers, and I think people are going to be betting the Predators. Uh, so yeah, that that's that's it's an interesting little angle here. I've been getting some good CLV. It hasn't always meant anything, but yeah. it's better to have that than not. Oh, that's definitely some good info. I I, I feel like I've seen like big favorites that become bigger favorites the next day and kind of like closer lines or kind of have more line movements. Maybe that's just something for the, just a general point to kind of keep, keep, keep in your head, but definitely check out the Slack group, sg.pn slash Slack. Joel's always in there with his overnight bets. If he's waiting for something, I'll let you know. We'll let you know what we're going for there. So that's always, always good there. And uh, we're also sponsored by better fantasy. The fantasy football season may be over, but the action is still coming on the better fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on all player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. 
We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's totally free to play. You'll, you'll earn better credits by completing challenges, and you can use them to place your bets. It's available worldwide in all 50 states. Download the Better Fantasy app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. A couple I'm, more things. A couple more things, though, about the the uh, predicting line movement. Of course, the yeah, biggest so thing far. is is just knowing where a line is off, right? If if you if you see a line that's off, and you're good at betting, you can see that the line's going to go <laughs> towards uh, what you think it should be, right? If if you're good at that, that's not obvious. If let's say uh, on a Saturday night you see a line for a Sunday game, and uh, you think it should be, let's say the the Panthers should be minus one fifty. And they're only minus 130. And uh, it turns out they they become minus 110. You got to you got to think to yourself: Did is it uh, some kind of injury news or whatever, or is it just my uh, my instinct or my my model, if you have one, uh, that that had the wrong number there? So it's just uh, if you see a line that the like uh, if you have a model, it, it'll tell you that uh, this team has a 65% chance of winning, right? The the line should reflect that. Um, if it only has a a projection of uh, let's say a uh, 60% chance of winning, then you bet it, uh, whatever the implied probability is. Um, and another thing too, finally, is the uh, is a team on a back-to-back will almost always be be uh, faded the next day. So if you like a team that's playing a team on a back-to-back, you bet them as soon as possible because 90% of the time the line will move your direction. So if you just want some cheap CLV, then he, that's what you do. Yeah, great points there. And I'm going to spring this uh this section this segment on you, Joel. It's uh Joel's salami salami segment. Uh, what do you think about the grand salami for for this Thursday 12 game slate? Oh yeah, the salami's been killing it lately. Uh, I kind of uh suspected this. You know, the teams are, are a bit rusty. We're we're going to like uh kind of like a second season here, a little extended break there. So uh you know earlier in the season we saw more overs so. Uh, we we jumped on that earlier. The Grand Salami bet more overs, and, and uh, of course the Grand Salami, if you don't know, is the uh, total goals per game. So if uh, let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games here. That'll be about uh, sixty-five and a half usually, because you get six goals a game. Um, that that's usually where it is. So you bet the over there. It's actually seven and one since the uh, restart there, uh, including uh, yesterday's. Two game slate, which I didn't bet. That's the only one I didn't bet so far because it's only two games. I like to have a um, the opportunity to get like those nine three games where you just uh, you could sit pretty there with uh, basically two games in one where you get the six goals in each game. Like you get that all in one, you're looking pretty good the rest of the game, the rest of the slate. Uh, so yeah, I, I like betting the salami. But in this case, you know, there, there's a few games here that uh, I like the under. So. I'm not quite as confident. I'm still going to bet it because, you know, the, when you get these sloppy preseason hockey games, you're going to get some high-scoring games like uh, the 6-5, so the, the Lightning against the Blue Jacks the other day. That was a good one. Um, so, yeah, you just need a few of those crazy games, and it'll settle it for you. Uh, I'm going to keep betting Salami over until we lose two in a row because that will might spell the end of the so-called preseason-style sloppy hockey. Um yeah. 
Yeah, especially now with with teams starting to get their first or second game back, like Dallas is playing their first game back. Toronto played their first game back. It's going to be sloppy hockey. You can get the overs. It's usually under the daily specials, like Joel said. Uh, the line for tomorrow is 66.5. There's also the, the total daily power play goals at 14.5, which I feel like that's more of a crapshoot. It's more of just go with the, go with the grand salami, just total over. Sure. It's also... It'll give you a little more uh, entertainment, right? If you if you don't have a bet on a game, like every game matters, right? You just want goals, goals, goals. So if you don't want to bet every game, you just have a few bets. Just bet the grand salami, and then you'll you'll have a vested interest in every game. Even if uh, you bet an under, let's say, and it goes over, you'll just say, okay, fuck it, let's get more goals in this one. Yeah. Yeah. The other night I didn't bet the grand salami, or I bet less on it because I had someone like overs picked in the night, and I didn't want to like double, triple down on it. But yeah, it's it's like just have the scoreboard up, just root for some numbers to go up on your screen. Like that, that's that's a great thing to do. All right, Joel, you want to update the uh, mortal lock dog in total standings based off last week? Yeah, or, well, we didn't we didn't even mention uh, how we did, uh, but I can quickly go through that. Uh, Talon, he went zero and three. The uh, scum dog, uh, kicking him always down. Yeah, I don't even remember these games, uh, most of them. But he had Anaheim, whoever they were playing, they lost. Uh, he had the Rangers, whoever they played, they lost. <laughs> and the the Caps and the Preds, under five and a half, that lost. Because, you know, overs are going over. And uh, Ryan, he, he got back in the winning streak here after a bad start to our... Since we can keep in track of these scores. Uh, he had the Capitals... They won minus 150. Uh, I think the couple late goals that one, if I'm correct. Uh, I don't remember that. The Flyers plus 115 with his dog. That one. And the Rangers Florida under six did not win. I think that was looking good for a minute. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And my, for myself, not good. Not good. Uh, I had one good bet, two bad bets, but the good but the good bet pushed. Uh, it was the. Oilers Blues over six. I think it was three goals in the first period, so I was almost counting my money already. And in the same game, I had the Oilers as the dog. Now that, that was a bad bet. Uh, Blues were the much better team, and we know this now that the Oilers are, are not who they were early in the season. And I had the over five and a half in the Canucks Ducks. That was awful bet. Uh, I think only two or three goals scored in that game. I don't know, but uh, they were never going to score more than five and a half because. Both teams are very conservative, and the goalies are on point. So, altogether, that means Talon is down 5.65 units. Ryan up from minus 4 to minus 2.55, and I am barely above 500 now, plus 0.34 units. That's where we stand. It's it's, it's getting closer. It's getting uh, we're overall we're trending downwards. I'm glad I had to, had the only two wins for us last episode, so hopefully we can uh, – Keep that going here. You know, if you if you missed us discussing that last episode, it's we're just doing two units for our lock, one unit for our dog, and one unit for our total. It's a friendly competition just to have something at the end of the season. We're gonna probably send each other a hundred bucks or something like that. You know, if if you want to do that with your friends too, you can you can check out SoBet. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches, tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. 
Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. All right, Joel, what, what do you got for uh, Thursday's your mortal lock dog in total? Yeah, let's go with the Colorado regulation for my lock, minus 125. I think that uh, they should have won regulation the last one. I bet that did not come through, but uh, it will in this one. Uh, the Jets, they'll, they'll let a few in there. Uh, Colorado are just too powerful for them. Um, unless Hellbuck stands on his head, I think that the Avs will convert some chances. Uh, for my dog, I don't like a lot of dogs on the board right now. I mentioned uh, I might like the Stars later on towards uh, the initial face-off, but for now, I'm going at the Lightning. Minus one and a half at plus 165. I think that there's a good chance that uh, they win this game 4-5-2. Uh, yeah. We're going for over two and a half, two in the Ducks team total at minus 160. Uh, Red Wings, like I said before, are the, since December 1st, they're second lowest in terms of uh, expected goals against. So they're letting a bunch of goals in per game. And the Ducks, they're uh, finding some offense this year. So, uh, yeah, I like them score at least three goals in this one. Yeah, all those pretty solid. Uh, for my lock, I have the Florida Panthers minus 130 at the Dallas Stars. I just feel like that's. A good price for the Panthers, who are who are hot right now. They've won every game since the break. The Stars haven't played yet, so they're going to be a little bit sloppy, rusty coming out. So I feel like minus 130 there is a great price to lock in. Same thing for my dog. I have the Rangers at plus 135 at Vegas. Vegas is missing all, all those top players like we discussed. The Rangers have, have beaten a few good teams since the break. They, they swept the two-game series they had against the Lightning. So that's the line, plus 135. I have that right now. I can see that coming down to plus 120 or even less. On my total, I'm going Blue Jackets, Devils over six. Not a lot of defense there for those two teams. Um, you could see could see a high-scoring game there. I feel like both of those teams play a lot of high-scoring games, play a lot of over games this season. So that's my total for, for this slate. And everyone, make sure, again, you, you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast website. we got articles there for every major sport, every even niche sport. We're going to have some curling articles for the Olympics. got some horse racing, got some darts. we got all the four major sports, got the college sports. And also check out the Slack. I mean, come in there. It's not just for work. you got sg.pn slash Slack. Go in there. Let, let us know what you're betting. Let us know what you're thinking. We can all kind of talk it out and hope we can all get some winning bets together as some degenerates there. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If that's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Spotify is now allowing rating and reviews, so go ahead there, give us a five-star rating review. Let us know what you love about us. And also, don't forget to download the SGPN app. 
SGPN app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. So don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, Joel, you got anything else for anything else you want to mention for Thursday or Friday? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Uh, one final little thought is that the the favorites are just total totally dominating lately. Uh, only a handful of dogs have won since three start. It's just uh, yeah, uh, just uh, it's just been a bloodbath of the favorites. Uh, I think uh, it was twenty five and two last time I checked on Saturday. Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> I know a couple dogs <laughs> won on Sunday. But uh, after that, I don't even know if a dog's won since then. So, yeah, the, the favorites are just crushing it. We're seeing the the wheat being separated from the chaff. Uh, good teams are sharpening up. The bad teams are falling off. So, yeah, just the uh, public's killing it. Um, bet these favorites for now and ride it while you can. Yeah, it's almost like the start of a new season. Like the holiday breaks are usually three days, but we got a week plus of it for some teams. So you're seeing the teams that are good being able to kind of win out despite the rust against the bad teams that are rusty so i mean 25 and 2 that's going to take a while for the dogs to get back up to even so keep riding that definitely all right i am ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r gilbert sop i'm joel myron you can find me performing cpr on talon jenkins because he might be dead (laughs) (laughs) shout out talon hope you're feeling well rest up stay hydrated i got a cold one for you when you're healthy Yeah, hopefully he's not dead, because then I'll look like an asshole. Peace. See ya.